This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. Good morning. So good to be with you back together in Harbor Home again. Weekend after Thanksgiving, hope you had an enjoyable time with friends and family and and so good, so good to be engaging with one another. What a beautiful opportunity that we have to really take our relationships deeper and build and fashion community. It's such a powerful, powerful thing in our discipleship process. So really praying for powerful uh, times together as as you converse about um, what I'm going to share today. Not so much a teaching or a preaching per se, but just a, a jumping off point for you and your group there to to be able to just have some conversation and some dialogue around the word of the Lord and then and then really see what God may do, have some ministry one to another where there's there's not only receiving that you'll have take place in your own heart, but you'll be able to give some yourself. You'll be able to to share with other people in, in the journey of this morning. And that's what Harbor Home is all about. It's not just one person uh, leading something or one person talking. It's everybody contributing to what's going on in the group bringing food, you know, bringing love, bringing ministry, bringing servanthood in the various aspects of what it takes to to see a Harbor Home group become all that it's called to be. So let's dive in here. It's going to be exciting today. I'm going to talk about what do we do in the face of opposition. And this is just a reality that we're all going to walk through. And so I think it's very important for us to have this understanding that as we are used by God to rebuild broken things, that there's going to be opposition, all right? And we should be thankful, here we are on the backside of Thanksgiving, we should be thankful for this opposition. What's amazing is when the disciples in the early church stepped out and began to advance the kingdom of God by building the New Testament church and they faced really difficult opposition. It says that they praised God even more thanking him as this was a sign that they were worthy, that they were worthy um, to be used by God. This is part of our journey. And so in Nehemiah chapter 219, we can see this same spirit coming. It comes through people. It's not about the people. They're not our enemy. We don't battle against flesh and blood, but the adversary will work in and through people. And it's, it's hard. It's difficult. And here we see Sanballat, Tobiah, Geshem. When they heard of this plan to rebuild the house of the Lord, it says that they scoffed contemptuously. Can you imagine like they just just scoffed at like even the thought of this. Like, and that's really what the adversary does, right? He just says, oh, this is just a joke. What do you guys think that you're calling to do? And this is, this is a project that was completed in 52 days, and they scoffed at this effort, right? So how do we navigate adversity when it comes to us like this? I mean, this is a mental battle, right? There's things that come into our, our minds, thoughts. We're like, where in the heck did that come from? There's legitimate things that even happen with other people oftentimes. There's challenges we face. You know, you name it. There's adversity that comes at us from every corner. So how do we navigate this adversity? We can see that through Nehemiah's response in, in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 20. He says, I replied, this is powerful, he says, the God of heaven will help us succeed. This is, I need to pause right here because this is massive. We're going to willingly give our yes 
But at the end of the day, God's got to bring the juice to provide the grace for us to actually see anything eternal established here on the earth. We can build and do all kinds of things through religious activity, but that's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about rebuilding walls and gates, repairing gates. We're talking about heaven coming to earth, lives being transformed as we're being transformed, an overflow of his love to us coming and encountering other people in their coming and their going into this thing that we call the city of God. We, he continues, his servants, will start rebuilding this wall. And he tells his adversaries, he says, but you have no share, no legal right, no historic claim over what we're doing here in Jerusalem. Come on, guys. No matter what comes at you and tries to dissuade you from what God is stirring in your heart to do, you need to speak to that thing and say, hey, listen, you have no legal right here. So chapter 3, Nehemiah lays out all the names of the various people that were involved in this building project. It was a lot of different people from all kinds of different backgrounds, walks of life, even some different Jewish ethnicities. There was male, female, there was young, there was old. Everybody was involved in the building project. And this is really symbolic of, of what we're to see in the church. Everybody's supposed to be a part of what God is doing there's no junior Holy Spirit as it relates to kids. There's, there's no, hey, you've aged out as it relates to older people. No, those are the best times of people's lives to be used by Jesus. They can take all their wisdom and maybe some of their extra time if they're in retirement uh, stage of life to give themselves to the kingdom of God. And so as all these people in chapter 3, as Nehemiah shares, begin to give themselves to this project, that's when the warfare began. That's when all hell began to break loose. And um, the enemies began to oppose the, the rebuilding. This, guys, this is what's going to happen. We just have to, be, have to be prepared for this. It's when we start, you know, to give ourselves, to actually give ourselves to what we feel God calling us to do. We're going to face some resistance. And so Sanballat, it says in Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 1, began to burst into a rage and he began to mock the Jews. Again, there's mocking spirit, there's anger, there's stuff that will come through people, but it's not, again, about those people. Um, it's about what God wants to do in and through us as we, as we lean into him and stand with him to persevere through the opposition. They continued to just, just barrage the Jews, like saying in, in verse 2, what is this bunch of poor, feeble Jews think they're doing you're weak you're nothing you don't have anything to give here like what do you think you're doing you think you can build a wall in a single day by offering some sacrifices listen sacrifices are powerful Uh, paul said to present our bodies as a living sacrifice when you present yourself and say god i'm all in i'm gonna do this with you there is power that rests upon that sacrifice because the life of jesus is not a dead sacrifice anymore it's a resurrected sacrifice through jesus that lives on the inside of us Verse 3, there's more mocking. Hey, if, if, if even a fox walks across this top of this wall, it's going to collapse. There's no, there's no substance to what you guys are doing. It just, they just are getting constantly barraged. Have you ever responded in the midst of adversity, maybe not the way that you should, like, gosh, maybe I just should quit. Maybe I don't have, have a place here. Maybe the lies that I'm hearing are true. You know, whatever the case may be, 
But I'm, I'm praying that God will change that as, as we move forward together after this teaching. Because Nehemiah responds, look at this, chapter 4, verse 4. Hear us, O God. Hear us, O God. For we are being mocked and they're scoffing. May their scoffing fall back on their own heads. Like, take the stuff that they're projecting and dishing out and let them reap what they're sowing here in this moment. Like, Lord, come and rescue us. Come and help us in this, in this moment. Man, verse 7 talks about how just, they're just getting more furious when, when they see that the walls are actually being repaired, that stuff is happening. It's, like, it's not like things get less, there's increase. And, and what's, what's crazy here is in the midst of this, we've got to understand this as well. The workers start getting tired. The, the people that are laboring in this project start getting exhausted. It's, it's important for us to understand that there can be weariness in this time. Um, there's some fear that starts to come, in the, come against them under this threat of an attack. They actually hadn't even attacked them yet, but the threat of it was posing some fear. You know, have you ever had any adversity cause physical exhaustion in your own life or maybe some fear to surface? Listen, God wants to help us with that kind of stuff and get us back into a, a healthy place. Nehemiah 4, verse 14, he looked over the situation, called together the nobles and the rest of the people and said, don't be afraid of the enemy. Remember the Lord. This is so important. Don't be afraid of the enemy. Remember the Lord. For he is great and glorious and will fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and for your homes. In other words, he's backing the family of God in what he's called us to do. As we wrap this up, what ways do prayer and prophetic declaration play in the success success of a mission i want to submit i think they play a massive role for the laborers in verse 17 it says carried on their work with one hand supporting their load in other words working and the other hand holding a weapon this is prayer and proclamation prayer we're just going to Continue on day by day, communion with God, agreement with what he's calling us to do, putting our hands to the work, proclamation, taking up that weapon of the word of God, declaring it out, making it sound loud for the beauty and grace of Jesus. Listen, guys, enjoy your conversation together this morning as we learn what it looks like to face opposition in this building project. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Harbor Church Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you heard. Please subscribe on the podcast app and be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also download our Harbor Church mobile app. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.